Hi, I'm Susie Howard, and this is Yeti Village, a show where we interview people in and around the tech community. On this episode, we have Ben Mullins, a senior developer at Last Call Media. We'll be talking about his latest project, a Drupal admin theme called Credit Due, and his work outside of Last Call as both a father and musician. Well, thank you for joining me for the third installment of Yeti Village. Why don't you introduce yourself? Okay, I'm Ben Mullins. I am a senior developer at Last Call Media. I work out of Ann Arbor, Michigan, and work with Drupal. Awesome. And um, what is your, you know, kind of in a day-to-day aspect, what is your role here at Last Call? It depends on uh, if I'm I'll either be working on client projects, uh, which is generally just building a site from the ground up, uh, or support requests when I'm between projects, um, so fixing things with existing sites. And at other times, I'll work on independent special projects, uh, one of which I released recently, which is an admin theme for Drupal called Credit Due that uh, replicates the WordPress admin UI for Drupal users. Awesome. Yeah, I saw uh, you post the uh, blog post yesterday, and I saw that you said it was getting some pretty good um, responses on Reddit. Can you give a little background as to why that you felt that that was necessary and kind of what the goal of that project was? So it, it started and it summarized a little bit in the, in the blog post, but uh, a couple years ago, uh, we rebuilt a site for a former employer of mine, and we built it in WordPress and noticed that the uh, the end users were had a lot fewer support requests than they would otherwise. So points of confusion that were frequent on Drupal were not happening at all in WordPress, and we didn't even have to provide them documentation. Uh, the WordPress UI allowed them to engage in typical web behavior you know, hunting and pecking and looking for the right thing and just figuring it out. And they were able to do that independently as opposed to Drupal sites where we'd provide them with documentation and they would still fail to be able to find the things they needed. And so that was interesting. And, uh, you know, I, I had to wonder if there was something about WordPress's UI that was better than Drupal's uh, for non-technical users. And uh, I, the success of the project made me almost lean towards using WordPress for things, even though I preferred developing in Drupal. And then we had a couple other sites that one that were in uh, that we built in WordPress because everybody liked working with it so much, and it was clear that they were far too complex for WordPress and became very difficult to manage. And so it's been in the back of my mind uh, for years. Uh, I had an interest in providing the user experience of WordPress, but with the functionality of Drupal allowing people to have an easy-to-use website that's also uh, leverages a lot of the power and features of Drupal. Awesome. I mean, that seems like a really uh, intense undertaking. And it's pretty great that um, it was just launched. Are you anticipating a lot of um, people using that theme? You know, I'm not 100% sure one way or the other. I can think of several scenarios that I've personally run into where had that theme been available, it would have been used. 
And so hopefully if word gets around that it exists and I have successfully made it a stable, usable theme uh, for situations beyond the ones that I tested it in, um, I, I think there are going to be situations where people will wind up using it because it is not an unfamiliar scenario right now for clients to want WordPress because they enjoy working with it, even though their site really would benefit from a more complex CMS uh, like Drupal. Uh, so, so hopefully people are willing to give it a shot. But even if it's not used, I also wanted it to just exist in order to uh, help amplify the conversation that Drupal is a great system, but it's really written without empathy for non-developers. There's not a lot of, there's a lot of scenarios where something is possible, but it is hard to get to if you're not uh, technically minded. And the response is often dismissive as saying, you know, look, we provided you documentation. Isn't that good enough? But the fact is, is that if there's a system that's intuitive, that allows people to figure things out on their own, it's going to be viewed more favorably than something that requires uh, supplementary instructions. Uh, That's great. I mean, it'll be great to see what the outcome is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I, and I've even already, and it's only been out for 12 hours or so, uh, just seeing other people who enjoy working in Drupal also acknowledging that it's not very friendly to non-developers has been a very nice thing to see. And I think it's a voice that is often, uh, it's, it's not heard as loudly as I think it probably should be. Um, Cause it's pretty easy when something's written by developers, it's pretty easy to squash anybody complaining that something is too difficult or, or too complex. Uh, uh, people can just be dismissed as ignorant or lazy and, and no, we're just all busy people, and it's 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 a lot more enjoyable to use something that's easy. Absolutely. So you um, mentioned that you are currently based in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah. How did you get started with Last Call? Um, I was I had a baby on the way, and I was looking for remote jobs. That was basically <laughs> it. Awesome. Yeah, I I I knew from other parents that having a flexible schedule and not being stuck in an office would be really helpful. And it has been. And then as a bonus, it turns out that I think as far as cultural fit, uh, last call might be uh, the best fit as far as the people, my coworkers. It seems like we have a lot of similar interests. Um, when uh, when I hear people talk, they kind of sound like me. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, so it's, it, it's nerds that are aware that there are non-nerds in the world, and uh, that's it's a it's a nice group of people. So, as much as I like working remotely, this is probably the group of people that I would most enjoy uh, working face to face with. That's awesome. Yep. Um, and h- how long have you been uh, with the company? A little over a year right now. So, nice. uh, I think I started at the beginning of June, and then the baby came out at the end of June. So that's great. How is a how is a fatherhood been treating you? It's actually helped me uh be better at uh UX or things uh, and that's among the reasons that I got 
motivated to finally make good on my WordPress uh, clone for for Drupal was the amount of fatigue mentally that that having a having a child uh, introduces to my life um, to my life uh, has made it easier to empathize with people who don't necessarily have huge back technical backgrounds. And so I, it's very easy to access the side of me that is tired and is not able to ingest a huge amount of information. And just being able to have access to that makes it easier for me to design with non-technical people in mind. And so I don't know, I actually have a, feel like I'm in a unique position where I have enough technical background that I'm not completely ignorant, but I'm able to essentially have a conversation with a really fatigued parent and uh, get user data from them. And it's, it's me. Um, But other than the fatigue, he's really cute. And all that normal parent stuff that people talk about applies to me as well. Uh, Yeah. It's a, there's all sorts of affection and new emotions that I didn't think a a grumpy programmer could feel, uh, but he's, yeah, he's a wonderful little guy. That's awesome. I mean, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. Um, and your, your background, I mean, is this, is this the you know field you're in now? Is this something in the position that you're in now? Is this something that you went to school for? Or is this something you kind of came across later in life? I did go to school to it for it. Uh, but it was, I didn't go to school with uh, software development in mind. Um, so prior to that, I was uh, a musician. I did uh, music for commercials, um, video games, and whatever else people would pay me for. And it was inconsistent, and I kind of wanted something a little more predictable, uh, even though the music stuff was really cool to talk about at high school reunions. And uh, But uh, I wound up taking a bunch of different community college classes to see if something clicked for me. And... I took some software classes and it was very interesting as I was programming within a couple of weeks, I felt the same mental muscles working that I did when I composed music. And by the end of my first semester, my programming teachers thought I was an experienced programmer just coming back to uh, uh, sort of tighten up my craft, but I had never done it before. So that seemed like a good sign. Um, I went to grad school for uh, UX at University of Michigan shortly after that, and uh, I really liked the uh, the UX background that I got, uh, but I realized that I wanted to spend more time building stuff than in meetings, so uh, I just pursued development jobs since then. That's, I mean, that's pretty amazing with a, a musical background, how well that kind of clicked for you. Yeah, it's when I thought about it, there's a lot of similarities, and I've heard that a lot of engineers uh, are have are musically skilled and vice versa. And essentially, music is sort of a fixed set of parameters that you can work in. You know, there's there's pitch, tempo, a couple other things, but combining there's an infinite number of ways you can combine these existing things into something that works. And uh, if you work as a musician long enough, you begin seeing patterns and, uh, it's really the same, at least for me, it's, it, it's a lot of the same analytical and, uh, conceptual skills that apply to programming. And it might seem hippie-ish, but I swear I could actually just feel the same 
the same mental muscles uh, at work when I did it. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So is that something that you still do on the side just for fun? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, and every once in a while, I still, um, I, I guess it was maybe a year and a half ago or two years at this point. But no, just last year, Google used one of my songs for something. And then I think two years ago, I had a commercial for Home Goods uh, that wow. I did. And so I'm not actively pursuing it, but um, I still have agents and they they sign me up for stuff and they know that I only do guaranteed things now. It used to be you could compete for things and I don't have, I don't have the time to do that, but, uh, I do get maybe it averages out to about once a year. Um, and then, uh, I also do work someday. I'll put something out on Spotify, um, that, that I just work on for fun. And I noticed that my music's a lot better now that it's not my primary source of income. When it was my full-time job, I kind of, I, I, I would say, I mean, everyone's experiences is going to be a little different, but I recall taking a C++ class, wondering what I got myself into, and then remembered that community college tuition is really inexpensive, so it's okay. Um, but it only took about two weeks, and then suddenly this really intimidating thing just made sense. And it was strange uh, how how instant that that shift was and i do think that the the music experience predisposed me to that there's there's a lot of a lot of similar things particularly uh with composition it worked out for me i was able to turn myself around from a scuzzy musician to a uh employable dude with a master's degree in like two and a half years <laughs> You can learn more about Credit Due, the Drupal 8 admin theme created by Ben that replicates the WordPress admin UI by visiting lastcallmedia.com blog. Yeti Village is produced by me, Susie Howard. Today's music is an original song by Ben titled Waterbird. You can subscribe to Yeti Village on the Apple Podcast app or your podcast service of choice. You can also drop us a line at lastcallmedia.com.